They're bros. They're dads. One is Big Ball Sack Harry J. Riley. The other is Cautionary Tale Philip Kopsinski. Welcome to Bro Dads. Welcome to Bro Dads on Location. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, it's good that both of us could meet up in yeah. uh, beautiful uh, and congested Bellevue, Washington. Yeah, for years. I never knew that different cities existed over here. I just thought Seattle was just big as shit. Oh, well, it is kind of true. I mean, do you tell people you're go- what if you're like, oh, I'm going to be in Tukwila? You're like... I'm in no, I'm in I just say Seattle. Yeah. Unless I'm in Canada. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if I'm in Canada and Oregon, then I'll be like, I'm in Seattle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could be on the, the Washington side. I could be on Vancouver, Washington, <laughs> just across the river from Portland. I'm like, I'm in Seattle. <laughs> I don't want to explain to you the difference between Vancouver, BC yeah. and Vancouver, Washington, and how one's a thriving international city. And one is like Portland's fart in the wind. (laughs) (laughs) It's so crazy. You go to Portland and you're like, is this Gotham? (laughs) I mean, you literally cross the river or what? I don't even know. You just just go across the state lines and you're like, is this an abandoned ghost town? I've been walking around (laughs) Vancouver, Washington at like six in the afternoon. Like, I think I am the only person here. Like, this is Hiroshima. (laughs) (laughs) Vancouver, Washington's Hiroshima. I did a theater there for 250 people, and like 17 people showed up, and they're like, this is the most people that have ever been here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why does this theater exist then? You guys have an upstairs for me to hang out in. They probably found like some type of metal there back in the 20s. Yeah, right. Yeah. Those old towns with those old theaters are so funny to me. Yeah. Like, what? how amazing was this town that, that's now got like 7,000 people? Like, what, did it have 7,000 people back in 1920s? And it was like, this is one of our biggest towns. And then it just yeah. stayed 7,000 people for 100 <laughs> years. <laughs> they got swirling toilet water. Like, <laughs> indoor plumbing. The first to get electricity. <laughs> they got the first telephone. They had the first um, uh, cab. They probably had like the first person to to fly a non-commercial kite. You know, like all types of awesome stuff. <laughs> Commercial kites. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> hey, you need a permit for that. <laughs> <laughs> Ben's Hardware and Dental Supply. <laughs> like, just <laughs> that does. I love. I love the stores from the nineteen twenties. Like. Grocery stores and fungus cleanser for your horse. <laughs> <laughs> like everything comes in jars and just gets scooped out into your hands or your your pockets that your mom sewed up. And you rub it on your horse's asshole. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to mix that shit up either. Yeah. You don't want to be like, oh fuck, I I put the opium for grandma's gums onto the horse's asshole. <laughs> Now I can't ride home. <laughs> this horse is dragging ass now. Yeah, and gr- and grandma's gonna throw up. <laughs> what kind of medicine would you put on a horse's asshole? I think 
I mean, the obvious would be ketamine, but for the horse, yeah. Well, oh, what is horse that? Horses like to live. Wow. Okay, I didn't know that was for. That's so funny. But like, but if I, you know, like like ointments and stuff, it'd probably be like some type of old like folksy remedy, like witch hazel or something like that. Man, if you if there's a problem with your horse's butthole that you are putting <laughs> lotions on it, you love that horse. Yeah. You I mean or I mean no no, I mean people love their horses. I used to own horses. Oh. And if it had hemorrhoids, it's just now that's going to be a horse with hemorrhoids. So did you ever have like the doctors come in and like with the long plastic No, no, they never got pregnant. Oh, this was just the scoop poop out their butts. Oh, uh, well, and they pooped good. Oh they, wow! They never they never got constipated. Wow, because um, on the farm where we lived, they, I mean, they would put up, put a glove on that would be up to. Oh, I'm elbow. I'm familiar. Yeah, I've seen it, was, it. And we would just sit there and just that's entertainment. At this point, you know, if it if they're coming around and it's on a regular basis, I think that's more for the vet. <laughs> I don't think that's for the horse anymore. Look, I've I, seen it enough that it it must have been. It must have been like a um, a Larry Nassar type of situation. <laughs> where he's just like, I got to I gotta check these horses. I got to give my weekly horse fisting. <laughs> well, who knows? But at some point, don't you be like, eh, I'm gonna, let's change up the diet of the horse. Like, I would think if, if yeah. my dad had to watch a vet go elbow deep into a horse, he would have he been like, we are, we're not feeding it hay anymore. This thing's getting... <laughs> Strawberries, bananas, and <laughs> oats. <laughs> it's getting just it's getting just apples now. <laughs> this is a strictly apple-fed horse. Maybe that's what a horse needs every once in a while, an apple. Because, you know, these were like race horses, and mm. they were not giving them apples. Oh, I bet they were feeding them some kind of high-protein situation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah no, our, our horse was literally decoration. Oh, okay. Yeah, my dad rode it around a few times. Uh, and then we just had the horse and it was, <laughs> and it was, it was scary. It like, it got to the point where it wouldn't let you ride it anymore. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was, yeah. I mean, you go out, she would be, let you pet her and everything. And it's a cool animal. I mean, horses are cool, but yeah, after a while you'd start to put the, if you put it, if you saddled her up, she would, uh, go next to the fence and drag her, drag your leg against the oh, fence. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And she, and then she. Learned how to like what? kick the fence and break it, and then she started, so we had to get rid of her. Or else she was gonna get eaten by a wolf or something. Yeah, that, it just wow, or a cougar. It's crazy, you know, because you know you look at an animal, and you're like, there's nothing up there, man. You you have no, you have nothing, you, you know, like you have no life goals or nothing. Oh yeah, yeah. But then they do stuff like that, and you're like. Your life goal is to not be ridden again. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, but yeah, I see what you mean. Like, you, like a homeless guy has a dog on the corner, <laughs> and that dog seems just as happy as like yeah. the pampered dog at like a Beverly Hills dude, retreat. Yeah, dude, that kills me every time I uh. see these dogs with these homeless people. It's like, dog, you can always do better. <laughs> you can. <laughs> it's a dog. A dog can always move up. Yeah, that, per, that homeless guy might he might be there forever. But that dog has a chance to live. Run away. <laughs> Just go to the go to the nearest elementary school. Yeah. One of the sad teachers will take you home. Yes. Yeah. I, that's so funny. I mean, it's not like there's what's the what's the dog's like collar say? Corner of Bowdish and First. <laughs> <laughs> if 
How funny would that be? Yeah. Dog missing. Please uh, alert. The reward. One can of beans. <laughs> <laughs> He's printed at the library. <laughs> I love that idea of the homeless man missing a dog and trying to searching for it. And after a while, everyone's like, dude, the dog left you. It didn't run away. It, it broke up with you, dude. <laughs> it's Is the house broken? Homeless dog just broken? <laughs> he steps out of my tent to shit. Look, me and Sean have talked about this. And she uh, is always under the impression that this dog is with this person because it loves it to the like to the nth. but I always make the argument that no because the dog is always on some type of restraint rope usually yeah, it's yeah. always kept like if the dog loves you you could take that rope off it and it would just sit there and hold the sign in his mouth <laughs> but there's no dog out there because a, uh, a, a dog would at least be like, man, you know what? I haven't gotten a regular meal right since he started plunging stuff into his veins. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. So maybe I should just go down that street where I smell biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's funny? Like I have friends whose dog, like as soon as it found like a crack in the backyard. <laughs> Ran to the nearest grocery store and just paced the dog food aisle. Holy crap. And it's like they, they care for him, love him, everything. But he's like, I'm just going to see what else is out there. <laughs> like, why would that? How could that other dog stay with? Like, that dog's like, he gave me a handkerchief around my neck. So I'm just, I trust him. <laughs> I, I just don't. I don't get it, but whatever. You know, it's for, like. And, and for another reason, if I'm homeless. I need the less mouths. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. because a, a dog has to eat just like you do. But if you're making your living off of you know people stopping at that stop sign or stoplight, why would you bring another mouth into this? Well, you probably got people going, oh, you know, this poor dog. Yeah, and then. When you're sleeping, it's like an alarm system, probably. Yeah. That's yeah. A, that's the, like the yeah. thing that when people are like, how come they just don't go to the shelters or how come they just don't do this or that? Like, it's like probably because sleeping next to like finding a spot along the river where nobody is is like the only safe way to be homeless. Yeah. 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 And if you got a dog, that's even a little bit safer. Yeah. And uh, you'd be surprised how little dogs can eat. And <laughs> <laughs> they'll eat whatever. So. You get a hungry dog, he will find a way to feed himself. He'll he'll eat squirrels. Yeah. You know, whatever. Man, if, if my dog is catching squirrels, I'll be like, hey dude, just bring it over here. <laughs> I'll skin it. We can we can cook this bitch. <laughs> Man, that's I feel like your perception of the homeless in this scenario is like old school homeless. Yeah. Like with the fingerless gloves. Because that's the only way I can like making hobo signs outside people's houses. <laughs> This sign means they'll give you a bath. <laughs> but I mean, because that's, I think that's the only way that I can uh, deal with it without just yeah. being um, very uh, 
disappointed in the, the system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, because a lot of times people, you know, uh, um, me, me and you both, we know people who got like, they get their moneyed, so to say. And the way they look at it is like, it's a failing on um, them as humans. But as somebody who's who's fallen in those situations, it's more like you're just living life and a bump happens and sometimes you could just be like that. Yeah, and yeah. It's like, oh shit, um, I'm in a bad situation now. And and sometimes I'm just like, man, I think it's it, in my mind it's like I'd rather have the old school like rascally ho- hobo. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. You know, like he knows why he's on the streets because he just keeps stealing relatives shit <laughs> <laughs> instead of the person that's like that had their job shipped out somewhere or they um well and it, right now i mean it's a lot of just hard drugs yeah because if you yeah i mean i think most people if it's like a i don't know i think a lot of people eventually can get to a point where they're like whoa i gotta get my shit together like you know when she yeah. when she's once you're sleeping in your Mom's basement. You're 32, and you've lost your tenth job in one year. Yeah, and maybe you're, and maybe you're like, ah, I should probably fucking get a. I should get my shit together. But yeah, yeah, man. When the uh, uh, when the needle takes it all away, I, that's that's where I'm like, man, these drugs gotta be good. They, they gotta be good, man. <laughs> they gotta be where, so good. Where you look, where you look at your house with a roof and stuff, and be like. It's not worth that sweet, sweet juice. Yeah, that's like rich drug addicts. That's gotta be the scariest thing. Yeah. If oh, you have, if there's, you have so much money that you can't spend it all. Yeah, like if you're just chasing death yeah. at that point. Yeah, there's no. Yeah, I think that's why all these celebrities that die from overdoses die from overdoses. Yeah, what else are you gonna? I mean, what like you, you, there's no other rock bottom unless yeah. everybody gets you together. Unless you have John Mulaney's friends. Yeah, which. Uh, those are the best friends to have, I guess. Uh, yeah, man. It's that, oh, you know what? I was going to bring this up to you. It is surprising how comfortable you are around drunk people. Like, when we were at the cabin this weekend, yeah, everybody was drinking. Nobody was drunk. I mean, it was fine. It was a nice little barbecue. But uh, there was a point where I was like, is Harry going to say anything if... Like is he gonna is Harry gonna drive home instead? <laughs> Luckily, he didn't come to it. But there was a point where I was like, maybe Harry's too comfortable with letting drunks drive him around when he is a perfectly fine driver. <laughs> like, man, I think, I think for one, it's because of just childhood. Like, all the adults um, growing up were smokers and just massive alcoholics. Like, just. Like, did you ever ever have to drive for an adult when you were young? Yeah, when I first got my license, the first day I got my license, my uncle took me in a. It was a Chrysler. It was one of those ones that was you. You look at it and you go, "This is luxury." <laughs> and uh, we basically spent the day with him and his friend getting drunk, and just me driving them around. Oh my God, that's yeah, so and funny! Just, and they were getting like, they were getting like almost like, oh, you're gonna need your stomach pump drunk. <laughs> hey, my my, so it was like, hey, my nephew got his license. Let's get shit faced. Yeah, because he got a driver. Because it wasn't his car. Whose car was it? It was the other guy's car, but he drove it to me and was like, hey, 
You got your license, but... Did, were they just going around to liquor stores, or were they going to, like, bars? No, it was liquor stores. And then they're just buying a bottle and, like, let's go out to the forest. Yeah, let's go out here. Blah. Yeah, because um, in that town, they, technically there wasn't, like, a bar. There was, like, a place with, that I would count as a bar, but every place else, there was, like, three or four liquor stores. So you usually what these drunks did was they would buy their hard alcohol and just sit under a tree or or in the woods and just drink and <laughs> wow, you know like dude that is a chill lifestyle yeah i mean i think that's just how small towns like that is where like the wow. cops know like all the people who are up to no good and they're just like well they're drinking in the bushes that's better than them burning houses down. Yeah, at least they're not in the playground anymore. <laughs> <laughs> that's jungle. Yeah, that's jungle Jim Joe. He's there's a lot of drunks down at the jungle gym next to the man-made lake. Yeah, so <laughs> so as long as they weren't there, people uh, the cops were like, "Yes, look, have them anywhere." They're yeah. always starting fights with the kids. Man, what did you? It's like were they like just getting rowdy in the back seat? Where you're driving around, well, or would you like take them somewhere and they they'd hang out and drink? Yeah, and and hang, most of these pe- most of these people though were more of the sad, um, depressed drunks, not the excitable types. That is a bummer. So, um, um, a, a couple of my uncles they are the excited uh, excitable type, and I think over the years I've just built like a little um device in my head that when i see it like about to percolate i just go well time to do something that's not in this vicinity (laughs) (laughs) holy shit (laughs) my mom was uh kind of like an excitable drunk my dad was a was one of those sad like i could have had a better life type drunks which Man, is always the saddest. That is a bummer. That's uh, when people start having drinks and they're like, I could have that farm in Tallahassee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had the down payment, but I, I came here instead. <laughs> but you know what? What? That Those are the only times. I don't know about um, you growing up, but I didn't know anything about my parents, their histories their um, medical stuff, any type of anything. Like, I didn't know my I didn't know my mom's name until I just looked at a envelope one day and was like, oh, Annette. But, you didn't even know her name? No, I didn't. We, she was just mom. I Holy mean, shit, we, we that's call, wild. We called my dad by his first name, George, which everybody thought was weird except for him. Like, he was like, well, there's other things they could call me that would be worse, so I like George. Um... But that's when they would tell me these things. That that's when they would. That's when I learned. I he told me like I was premature. Like why I didn't get a circumcision. Like uh, that story's so funny. Like all these little stories and stuff. That's when like I I I, I would have never known that my mom played basketball in high school. Like back in the fifties or sixties, when it was like, what the fuck? Like like she had a photo of herself in the basketball uniform that was like a dress uniform thing. Yeah. I, I would have never known that unless they got drunk and was like, 
I'm going to show you what my life could have been. I didn't have that with parents that drank because my parents didn't really drink that much. Yeah. Uh, I had like they'd get mad at each other, and then my mom was like, "You know, I was going to law school when your uh, when you when your oh, when your shit. dad met me, and now I decided not to go to law school, and now I have this life. It's fine. Damn. It's fine. I was going to be a novelist, not anymore. Don't have the time." Ooh. And you're like, "Ooh, I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad my my mom and dad didn't point it at me like that because <laughs> they kind of always see it, saw it as like this is the best I could have hoped for." Yeah. <laughs> I, I, if I would have tried it, it would have been it. It would have ended in failure. Well, that was a crazy thing. Is like any kind of like that was my mom was like, maybe I'll go back and go to law school. And I'm like, for what? We have twenty acres on a mountain. Yeah, I have four wheelers. Yeah, that's the life. <laughs> it was it was great. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad you guys made it up to the the cabin. That was fun. Yeah, uh, we should try fun. to have more people there. That's. That was what, like, that was my childhood, like, just, like, hanging out up there, people coming by, my, uh, but, you know, talking to family, my, my, my dad comes from a family of, uh, eight, so my uncles would come up, and then, and we would never spend, outside of, like, Thanksgiving weekend, we'd never spend more than, like, two days with any of his brothers or sisters, and by the end of the weekend, you're like, this is why, like, you know, we come up for Fourth of July, and by the end of it, my uncle's lighting fireworks and throwing them at my dad's feet, uh-huh. and my dad's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "That's yeah. what you used to do to me." And yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's. Dude, there's a reunion in my fa- in my family this this summer, and my dad's not going. What? Are you gonna take um the boys? Yeah, yeah, we're all going. I'm okay. taking my sister. The whole thing. Because. Your oldest needs to go because he could probably clean up. Oh yeah, for graduation. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, it's already happening. He yeah. got a someone sent him a check for a hundred dollars. He's like, "What is this?" And I was like, "You know, it's traditional then to I'm give your parents twenty five percent." And he's like, "What?" I'm like, "It's that's pretty common. Otherwise, I mean, I I, I just think we shouldn't. That's just what you do." What? And he was like, because he had no idea he was going to get money yeah. for graduation. Oh, no one prepared. Yeah, no, no. So he's like, he's like organizing them to write thank you notes to make sure. And he's like trying to remember what everyone gives them and everything so he can thank everybody well, with I'm a gonna, thank you I'm note. I'm going to bake his brain because I was, I wasn't, I was going to, I was going to hook him up. He Well, uh, well he's 18, so pack of smokes. Maybe some lotto tickets, deja vu uh, Groupon. <laughs> like I gave my, uh, <laughs> I gave my grandniece uh, like two hundred bucks, you know, and she's, you know, she still lives in a small town, man, and she was like, <laughs> I'm like, I, all right, maybe my. Maybe my gauge of what is an appropriate gift might be off a bit. Yeah, that might be a little much, too. But I was <laughs> like a lifelong friend gave him a hundred bucks. I mean, like it was like a client of my dad's that we still know, and you know, I was. Yeah, I mean, you know, I always I like. You start to go wild. It's just you. I mean, my thing is like, if I, there's times where I'm like, I want to give this kid some money, and then I'm like, well, they got a sister. Yeah, I don't, you know, I don't really know this, you know. And then it's like, and then they talk to the cousin. Amanda's yeah. got four kids in her family. Oh, and if my, yeah. if my, you know, and then I've my, you know, I've got lots of cousins on my dad's. So I'm like, 
So we just have like a flat. Yeah. <laughs> we just we just write a bunch of fifty dollar checks and then just fill in the names and the dates eventually. See, I didn't even think about that because my nephew has eight kids, and I didn't think about that until um, this year, where um, his uh, third oldest is about is um, graduated middle school, about to get into high school. And I was like, oh man, after this, it's just every year for the next four or five years another kid's gonna be graduating i was like you give them less and less and less that's what's gonna have to happen because because <laughs> yeah. the first three uh, you know I, I i love them but the, the the five other ones i'm like i don't even know y'all that well <laughs> y'all like i i didn't even know i don't even know your name you i don't even I don't even know you. I didn't even know there was a boy in this whole group. So I'm like, oh, yeah. Well, that's probably why he kept having kids. He's like, we got a jackpot up there in the Northwest. <laughs> He's getting his 25. We got a famous stand-up comedian, commercial actor, oh uncle. I don't, know why, I don't know why they always think that bullshit. It's always like, you, you, you gotta know that it's not like that. Yeah, because there's no photos of me like in a castle or like owning a like a llama, and it's, it's like it. You you gotta understand like it's it must not be that lucrative if I'm not showing how lucrative it is. Yeah, we're in a Lansing Inn that smells like stew. <laughs> it's not it's not bad, but it's not like we're gonna pace for someone's college that is not our direct sperm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like the like what, dude? What is the uh, six six degrees of uh, six degrees of Kevin Bacon? S- yeah, six yeah. degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, yeah. You got to be one degree of Philip Kopsinski before <laughs> I start paying your bills. <laughs> <laughs> I like the fact that even as one degree of Harry, my seed is like no nah, i got it oh my god that's I just, amazing i just yeah she got her apartment um last week and and i was like man she's just she's going yeah well i wouldn't want to i mean i would want my son to get his first apartment on his own i'm actually surprised he never i used to <laughs> i used to hit my parents up all the time for gas money yeah granted i lived way in the sticks so i was like getting gas like every two days yeah yeah and i was driving my sister around like it was funny my parents never grounded me from driving even yeah. though there were many times <laughs> like my parents didn't really drink that much they'd have like a little like christmas or whatever yeah but they would get booze as gifts all the time so as a degenerate <laughs> that was fucking the greatest <laughs> thing ever. dude all, my parents had probably 20 bottles of booze holy shit and by the time I graduated high school, I would bet all of them were almost 50% water. <laughs> <laughs> my buddy, my buddy's dumbass son, he, 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 he was living with his mom in South Carolina. He was about to almost not graduate. So my buddy was like, I'll bring him to Arkansas. I'll get him through um, this last year of high school. This dumbass boy drunk all the alcohol didn't replace didn't feel the i'm like i'm like so so you're telling me charles that he didn't 
like like have some of it in there and like try to make it at least look like this. He was like, no, it was just four empty bottles that were just sitting there. <laughs> he didn't even get rid of the bottles. Yeah, it's like, like somebody must stolen it. It's like it's like yeah, and that's when I was like, yeah, he he can't even get in the military. That's that's exceptionally dumb. <laughs> that's a, oh my god, <laughs> that dude. Is, that, it's it's hilariously dumb. Man, I took like Fuck, a, a two shots from every bottle one time and See. put it in a separate container, and but then and, and but then I would take a drink and it was like the most oh. rancid shit because it was like scotch, gin, whiskey, brandy, like five different types of brandy, like oh like my. apricot brandy, apple brandy. I think you made fuel for the space shuttle. Fuck, dude. <laughs> I think I made I made I made what hobos drink in I mean I made a gravity malt liquor. <laughs> <laughs> it was fucking rough, dude. Oh my goodness. Yeah, but you know I, I was like this is what it takes. Yeah. Like it, <laughs> it was like winners, you know, did, make it happen. Did drinking just appeal to you or once I tried it, yeah, it was great. See, I I don't I don't I don't know what happened to me. It it was like it was like something different happened to me where I just never caught it. Even though I I tried it. Whiskey, Brent malt liquor, beer, like I tried it all and it just never it never made me Dude, want it's, to go back to it's it. It's good. I think you there's no reason to get the taste for it. I mean it's just it's it's just crazy town. I mean it's <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane. You're just like, because it's, it's so crazy that you're just like, oh, tonight I'm just going to have a, a little poison. <laughs> Tomorrow I don't have anything to do. I'm going to have a lot of poison. <laughs> Feel crazy. Cause I, don't, I, I, don't, I, get, I mean, I, I don't get hungover. Like, I don't get sick hungover. Like, okay. if I can get eight hours of sleep after drinking, yeah. I could be pretty fucking hammered. And I wait. I mean, I'm not sharp. I wouldn't want to, like take the SATs or anything <laughs> next day. But I can wake up and be like, well, all right. I'm like, but then I'm like cracked out. Yeah. I'm like, hey, what's going on, you guys? You fucking, we just sitting around, hanging out, <laughs> petting our dog on the corner of the street. All right, that's good, dude. That's good. I got a bunch of errands to do. I'm gonna, like, I almost make up for it the next day. Yeah. And I'm like running around like, like oh, I got to be productive so that nobody knows that I'm a fucking <laughs> shitty drunk. Man, Shauna, Shauna has reached that I can't do it anymore. Um, we we will go uh, to like dinner, and she'll have like like a couple of those cocktail, like just two, you know, like the typical little cocktail glass, like yeah, little yeah, ramen it's like that's like a regular drink, yeah. And she will she will be non-functional the next day. Oh, really, man? Like she I, will I, just I, be yeah, like a normal person. My yeah. jeans, I don't know what the jeans are. Are you Norwegian? I'm no. just fucking around. Uh, <laughs> what if I was? <laughs> I think it's like a Norwegian Polish thing. Because yeah. my both my mom and my dad, my mom's like, I think got some Norwegian and some other shit. And my dad's Polish, probably. They all look like sauerkraut barrels. <laughs> so I just assume <laughs> that they're Polish. <laughs> but dude, my dad, I mean, my dad doesn't really drink anymore. But we went to a wedding with him. And every, I mean, everybody there got shit-faced, a, a fucking... Groomsmen fucked a bridesmaid. They didn't know each other. I mean, it was not on the day. Like went to the room. Yeah, they weren't like out there just. Bleh! 
to my dad at the time my dad was probably early 60s him and his buddies got so hammered they stole bottles of champagne from the bar when the guy had his back turned and then i think they got into a car and started driving around their old hometown drinking fucking bottles of champagne and yelling out the window and that's the fanciest way to drunk drive well because his buddy lost half a leg in vietnam so you (laughs) dude my parents used to this is i mean it so anyway, he wasn't hungover, but so he used, my parents used to own a lake cabin uh, with that guy. Like my dad was like my dad's best friend growing up, and yeah. so when he got married, my dad got married. They had a lake cabin at Lake Chelan, and mm. uh, you had a basement that my parents were in, and then the upstairs they had, the, and then he stayed in the upstairs. And they always knew when he woke up because he'd ha- he'd hop to the bathroom because <laughs> <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna. He wasn't ready to fully wake up, so he wouldn't put the leg on, and he was just kunk 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 kunk. You know, and then he uh, he had a he had two legs to because you know like his old the, the one the army gave him you know. He <laughs> was probably just a oh I it was a, yeah it was, then, he, then he upgraded after a while. <laughs> so the army one though he would water ski with, but he. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, a one a one legged man water skiing is a wild ass sight because oh he would he because make it lighter. He just drilled a bunch of holes in it. What I I don't know where he came up with that, but like all the way through for whatever it, reason. It does. It sounds like it's not structurally sound. Maybe he just thought it would be funny because it was funny because he'd pull out of the water and water would come out like like a cartoon that just got shot a bunch of times. And then he he could slalom ski, though, on one ski. Yeah. And uh, and, and so a lot of times what people do is they, they shake off uh, one ski and then they put the that one behind the other ski and then they're sl- they, they put that foot behind the other foot and then they're... So every once in a while... When he's shaking off that water ski, uh, his leg would be like one strap would get detached. And so one time, so now he doesn't have the stability of the back leg. And so he's wobbly as shit and like going back, like, ooh, 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 ooh. And the fucking leg is going, wee, like spinning around <laughs> like a like a time travel second hand. <laughs> and, and people are on their docks like, Jesus Christ, that guy's leg. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah they then they sold that lake cabin uh i went <laughs> that was another thing my parents would be like we could have been you know because lake chelan was like a nothing back in the early 80s yeah and then like by 1990 it was like fucking everything was a million dollars out there yeah have you done any of the gigs out there or gone out to lake chelan yeah that rotten apple one, yeah, dude. It's I saw two fucking Lamborghinis in Chelan when I was there. It, it dude, it's insane. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. So that's yeah, they. You, that's why when you were like, yeah, they had a cabin. I was like, yeah, they it's they sold right before all that boom happened in the. It was like the it started booming in like the late eighties, early nineties, and then you know by the two thousands it's like going crazy. Yeah. But uh, I think the same argument was happening at, at their house because whenever we would all hang out, they, they had a kid my age. Yeah. And he'd be like, you know, if we had kept that Lake Chelan, our parents would be millionaires. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny, dude, because he uh, he got divorced and then moved to Vietnam and married a Vietnamese lady. Oh. I'm like, you imagine getting shot down in a helicopter, losing your leg in Vietnam, being the only survivor and being like, 
I'm gonna go back and marry one of those ladies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and what if and what if like by some like um M Night Shyamalan twist. Yeah. My she, dad. Is yeah, dad. She just comes out with his leg like <laughs> It was my family, and now we're here to finish the job. <laughs> well, it's taken her a long time because he's been there for like twenty years. Oh, he's still there. Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's wild. It's, uh, well, yeah, bet you the cost he of might living. be in Thailand now, but he's around those areas. I bet you the cost of living is so good because he's probably getting um, some type of VA thing. So I bet you he's. Just oh, but he but he also got into some kind of businesses oh, over okay. there, and it, I never. They're like, oh, he's doing business with farms. I'm like. Okay, and it was always like, what the fuck does he do? You know, for like, don't they have Vietnamese people that can do this? Yeah, you know, because he can barely speak the language. Now he's been living there; he could probably be fine. But uh, it just seems batshit crazy that he would go all the way over there. God, I bet, I bet she has his, you know, Vietnam shoe, <laughs> and that's that's the worst Cinderella story. <laughs> <laughs> the Most? shoe fits your corpse foot. <laughs> I don't have my corpse foot. I do. <laughs> Most Vietnam vets, they are very they. That part of the world is like a no go for them. They, yeah, they are very much so. For him to go over there and and find love is what well, that's at least that's some progress because a lot of people just be like. I'm going back, but I'm going back to finish the job. <laughs> <laughs> and they go back to where they were a POW and finish the jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> they were working on forever. Finally. I got to buy a separate one and get the missing piece in here. Man, I'm so glad uh, I didn't have any uh, trauma like that because I don't know. You know, a lot of these guys are – their life kind of ended in their early 20s, basically. Oh, yeah. Because a lot of these guys didn't get um, proper um, therapy or anything. And that's why they're on the corner with these dogs. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe quit judging those guys so much because yeah. they were the ones out there losing their minds. <laughs> you know, that's a theory for why we had so many serial killers in the 60s, 70s. Um, Vietnam vets? World War Two vets. Oh yeah. And those boomers, they were because they didn't get any um therapy, they were abused because man, some of those stories, some of those um war stories are, are just like these guys were like cutting off heads and oh, putting yeah. them in duffel bags and then once they get back to their barracks they're pulling like gold teeth out for souvenirs and stuff. There's still families that will their, like their granddad will pass and they'll go up in the attic and find like a Nazi skull or something. Oh my God. There's dude, a whole that's office. So well, they were killing people like this close. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's that's... a whole office that you call them and then they tell you where to mail it so they can mail it back. Like it's a whole, that's how big it is. Holy shit. And these are the people that raised an entire generation and these. I just couldn't imagine it. If you didn't know that and you found a Nazi skull in your grandpa's attic, would you be like, I bet there's a hotline? <laughs> How the fuck do you figure that out? If you don't know that, 
I would be like, throw that out the window. I wonder, yeah, I wonder how many of them are just like went to a dumpster because yeah. no one wants to. Could you? I, I could. I, I wouldn't even be, be able to, um, to form that thought in my mind. Like, <laughs> oh, my granddad. That's so crazy. Collected Nazi skulls. Just go down to. <laughs> and then he fucking rocked me on his lap. Forty years later, that's a weird. That it, that's crazy to think that. I do like the idea of finding a bunch of like Nazi skulls and ears and gold teeth. Oh, they love collecting ears. That yeah. Was, yeah, yeah, and t- and then find it and be like, well, I'll take that down to Goodwill. <laughs> or like have the estate sale, and some guy shows up, like found this chain of dehydrated human ears. I'll give you eight dollars. <laughs> that that would Gary V. <laughs> if Gary V's out there, he, he go to an estate sale and buy a Vietnam vet's uh, bunch of chain of ears that he collected and put in his Bronco dehydrator. <laughs> and I, I want to see Gary V talk that person down from $10 to $7. And then look at the camera and be like, these are going on eBay for $52 a piece. This is a gold mine of ears. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, but I bet you're right. World because World War Two, like at least during Vietnam, people are like, oh yeah, we have counseling. Yeah, like counseling during World War Two was like, shut the fuck up, pussy. Yeah, yeah. go outside. It was like, it was like, man, just just go punch a hooker or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you're feeling blue, slap your wife. <laughs> man, we, he, it isn't it so weird how. We've been humans for a long time, but it's only been like a very short amount of time where we've tried to figure out our shit. You know what? We've been human for two for that'd be so funny, two thousand years. <laughs> there's there's somebody when, listening to this that was like, You damn right, two thousand yeah. years. <laughs> when the dinosaurs gave us the scrolls. <laughs> that's when we learned the rules of humanity. God damn it. I was gonna say I was gonna try to be really profound. Like we've been human forever, but only hu- but we've only been humane for fifty years. That is that, yeah. yeah. I thought it was pretty that good, was but then I f- fucked it up with that two thousand year. <laughs> what if what if that's the way you found out that I was one of those people that was like the world was created three thousand years ago? You know that, Harry. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is our eighth episode, so it's too late. Yeah, <laughs> I went. To, have you? That's a, I've been to the Creationist Museum. How is it? Weird, very, very, and also, like walking around, you're like. Yo, who's here because they're like, this is their truth? And who's here because they're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Because it's crazy. Because I remember walking around being like, yo, what the fuck is this crazy shit? You need to take coal. So and then he, he'd he be so mad the he whole time. an entire building. Down. But it was packed. And so I'm like, a lot of these people are probably, it's like a homeschool field trip, which I guess is just a regular road trip. <laughs> <laughs> It was it was surreal. Like they would be like, like there was this, you know, like they had like a big uh, display of like people doing a paleontology dig, like uh, you know, people dressed as uh, archaeologists. Yeah. And they're and it's like it's like you've been to a natural history museum, yeah. you know, and they got the little like I don't know what to call it, but like stuffed people. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's got like a caveman who's like, eh. <laughs> and then, but but the, you know, like what is that plaster? What do they make that? Uh, you know, and uh, anyway, they, they got that. They got a, like a, a display, and some people are digging, and another guy's digging, and uh, the video shows one guy digging, another guy walk up, and it's like we're two archaeologists, but we have two different theories. And this one guy's like, I believe in the theory of evolution. And he's like, and I believe in the theory of creationism. We can live side by side knowing that they're both theories. I believe that the world was created 5,000 years ago on a biblical nature created by God. And the other guy's like, I believe, you know, and I was, I was like, please say just like, and I believe in reality. But <laughs> uh, he didn't do that because it was, yeah, man, it was really wild. Like, that is, it feels like they're trying their damnedest to kind of, wedge it in between actual reality so you can at least be like well from what I know about theories they can both but that's not really what a theory means not in scientists oh it's it's surreal like walking in and you're just starting to see the exhibits is like a person petting a raptor (laughs) I mean it's fucking out of all the dinosaurs, why, why the one that will eat you? Oh, I mean, they, a lot of them would. Yeah, it's it's so crazy. Like, like it's got like primitive looking people collecting berries in a basket next to like one of those little like <laughs> things. I don't know what they're called. <laughs> that, that makes no. And it's it's dude. It's it it's it's the production level is too good. Like it. This is as good as any national national or a natural history museum i've ever been That's to th- with like mammoth bones and shit that is sad because it's very i don't know and i heard and so then it's all i didn't go to this one but it's near the noah's ark remake see i wanted to check that out they have a little like preview in this museum because okay. it's the same people going yeah. you know yeah they somehow use taxpayer money to make the ark i heard Wait, wh- yeah, like I don't know, like because it's the art, like because a natural history museum can utilize grants that taxpayer funds. So this is like, well, we're a we're a museum, we're a history museum too of the Bible. That is a weird loophole, <laughs> because if that's the case, me and you could get like a Jedi museum in Spokane and just be like, <laughs> hey, but this is this is just what we believe, and we will show you that a. In a galaxy far away, a long time ago, Luke Skywalker beat his dad up. The there is, you know, in Spokane, there's the Church of the Jedi. You talking about that old ugly building <laughs> over there near um, Fox yeah. Field? Uh, kinda, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I didn't know that. Th- it's an arcade that I think is trying to evade taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm totally serious. It's pretty it wor- fun. It worked for L. Ron Hubbard. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> And if they become the next L. Ron Hubbard at the corner of Broadway and Fancher, oh my goodness, <laughs> good for them. At least L. Ron Hubbard had better looking buildings, though. Oh yeah, and yeah. He wasn't. That that building looks like there's some water damage. That's that old Mama Mama T's. That's that old uh, yeah. Thai restaurant, Man, dude. That when woman, you're <laughs> that woman was attractive to me. If you it, well, if you drank, you probably would have fucked her then because I just like how just loud and like just abrasive she was it yeah was just something about like she just looked like she would just look at you and go 
I take dick now. And just yeah. fuck it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it does. <laughs> I th- I think she was a predator. I like little Asian ladies as predators. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think she was. She would get people. So, she'd be like, "Your drink was like eight dollars," and she'd pour like four drinks in there. It was fucking insane. I remember going there one time, and I was like, "This is uh, this is how DUIs happen." <laughs> Jesus Christ! Like, I'm hooking you up. Like, are you paying for my DUI attorney? Because this is fucking insane. Uh, eight dollars, I'm gonna get alcohol poisoning. <laughs> I, that's how I could tell. Like that's when I knew I was getting older. When I was like, "Excuse me, I asked for a single." <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to moderate you. Yeah, that's. I told someone that like I was like, "Jesus Christ, these pores are crazier than a Denny's lounge." <laughs> and <laughs> dude, all these guys were like, "You seem like someone who'd get hammered at a Denny's lounge while your kids are hanging out." And I'm like, "Like do." <laughs> Which is a fucking hilarious thing to say about someone. It's I'm like, I would make them drive, <laughs> at least. You, you know what's so odd is that most comedians are, uh, their, like, their persona is like a, is like a well put together human. Oh, but that's... then, by, then once they get off stage, they're, they're just all this. Disheveled, like everything in their life is destroyed. You're the opposite. It's like when you get on stage, oh, people are like, oh man, yeah. his, he has, he is, he shouldn't be around children. He shouldn't have a job. But then when, you know, when you're off stage, it's like you, you have two teenage boys that are not arsonists. So it's like, <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's about as put together as an adult male that does comedy can be yeah well i mean i, was, I started later but i also this yeah, is so funny because yeah. you're not the first person to say this to me because when i used to do improv i had this friend that did improv and she's like married to a guy they do ve- they've done very well for themselves financially yeah. they couldn't have kids until later in life for whatever reason for biological reasons they had to work hard at it and uh she, her kid was like i don't know seven and she was like getting life insurance yeah. And I was like, you waited till they were seven? And she's like, you didn't? She's like, what? <laughs> she's like, how do you have your life together this much? You, you, you have such a devil may care <laughs> persona. And you got term life insurance as soon as your children were born? I'm like, yeah, it's what you have to do. That's what a responsible. What if you die? How are they, Who's going to pay the mortgage? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I was like, I got term life insurance for the amount of my mortgage. Cause then I was yeah. like, they'll have a roof over their heads. Something will get figured out. Yeah. You know, was my, was my attitude. And, uh, and just those two things were like, wait, you, so you had a house. <laughs> and she's like, you had a house when your kids were born and you, and I'm like, well, yeah, couldn't have justify having children until I had a house. She's like, Jesus Christ, who the fuck are you? So I think sometimes I think my stage persona is, okay, this is a crazy thing. And I've thought about this a lot. You know, in New York city, they have like, the best homeless they had like so the homeless that are in america right now all started in new york that's how because you it you know because like like we were saying like it's like that bill burbitt i don't know if you've seen the bill burbitt that's a very true thing where it's like there's a guy 
used to be down on their luck, you know, fingerless gloves, whatever. And now it's just like, like a wild animal. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's really mean, but it's just like, a, it's like a crazy, well, the, yeah. Homeless people in New York are like pro homeless. Like something is going on there. Like you could just, you can be in a subway station and see a guy who's totally normal. And then he'll just be like, it'll, something will just be like in his, in his head and he'll just look off and be like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe cause that's the way it is. I don't know. We always do this together. And you're like, fuck, does he have a Bluetooth? In? And then you're looking at his ears like no Bluetooth. And he's like, this dude's just full on going like he's full on having an episode yeah you know and and it's and nobody's even looking or thinking this is weird i would see that shit all over in new york city and after a while i was like maybe these are just normal guys like getting some shit out of their system (laughs) (laughs) like i always imagine like guys like kissing their kid and their wife goodbye and like well i'm off to the big city for a week of adult dad stuff, <laughs> got to take care of business. And as soon as they get to New York, like their tie gets crazy, their hair gets messed up, and they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> and then at the end of the week, it's like, ding, ding, like, oh, shoot, time to be normal again. And then they just go back <laughs> off to Cincinnati or wherever they came from. And uh, and that's, I feel like that's my act. Yep. When the when I get on stage, I'm like, fucking blabber, I'm doing what <laughs> and then I get off stage and I'm like, hey, thanks for coming to the show. Really good time. I really had a good time. I, you know, Augie Smith? Yeah. Have I ever told you about the gig where he went nuts? I don't think so. Coos Bay, Oregon. For, oh. uh, first time I met Augie Smith, who was oh, kind of one of first my, time. Wow. first time I, not the first time I saw him. He was, at the, he was kind of one of my guys. Like a, when he came around, I was like, this guy is a fucking star. Yeah. <laughs> What's he doing at Uncle D's Comedy Underground on the second floor? <laughs> I always loved his act, and uh, and I get to meet him, and we're talking, and I'm getting along with him, and I'm like, "Holy cow!" They say don't meet your heroes, but this is going good. Yeah, and uh, he's super cool. And then uh, I have a set; I do pretty well. I feel good about doing well in front of him. And then he gets on stage, and he's got this really yelly style. Yeah, yeah. and. It, he kind of loses him halfway through, and he but he doesn't stop doing his style because that's his whole style. Yeah, and it kind of at the end it kind of fizzles out. He puts the mic back in the mic stand. He looks at everybody in the crowd. And he goes, "Well, Coos Bay, when I go home tonight, I can tell you, I can look myself in the mirror and say, Augie Smith, you gave it all you gave. You gave it all you could give. You gave it all you could give. But I'm ask you, Coos Bay, when it comes to being an audience member." Did you give it all you get could give? Did ya? Did ya? And then he put the mic in the stand and walked through the crowd going, Did ya? Did ya give it all you could give? Did ya? And he's backing through the crowd and they're all like, Jesus Christ, what's going on? And I had just set up his merch and made it look nice. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait till he sees my little display. <laughs> and then he's like, Did ya, Goose Bay? Did you give it your all as an audience member? And he's backing out. And... uh and then he sees the display and he's like, oh, nice. Thank you. <laughs> and then he adjusts his tie and he goes, they were a little tight. <laughs> it, was a fuck, it was the best thing. And then the rest of the weekend he fucking destroyed. Man, talk about just a, just a powerhouse. Just Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He's one of those comedians that when I see him, I'm just like, I don't. I don't know if I could match that. I'm not even talking about like 
the volume or anything. I'm just talking about just that level of uh, the the jokes are just so <laughs> well written. Like he was, and in a in a style. Yeah, yeah. So they're written in a style of like subversive. Yeah. But still silly. Yeah. And they're fucking fun and they're great. And uh like he used to do a closer where it was like so profound once he got to the the punchline that you it was like a rolling boil. Yeah. And then what it he comes to he comes to the 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 twist way before he gets to the punchline. So he's telegraphing it for you. But you, you could tell that people are just now getting it and they're getting it. And they, and by the time you get into the punch, it's like, I don't know if he built it specifically for this effect or it happened, but it, 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 it he's one of the few people I see that can, that can do that type of joke writing. Yeah. Not many, yeah. Like, no, it builds and builds and builds and builds and builds. Maybe and Bill Cosby used to be able to do stuff like that. Eddie Murphy, that first special he was able to do like a small level of that where it was like coming up and then by the time the punchline come you're like holy fuck <laughs> but he's it's yo know, bill bill cosby but bill Co- i mean bill cosby as far as like building a bit forever yeah was was so good at that i mean fuck when i saw him he probably did two hours and it felt like he only did four bits you know what i mean like it was wild like yeah. he it was just crazy and it they were so long and elaborate and, and constantly built, you know, just da 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 da. If and, Bill Cosby uh, wasn't a stand-up, he would have been like a, he would have been like in the the vein of like a, um, Larry Nasser. <laughs> <laughs> well, he achieved that. But. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You talk about a guy that seems well put together on stage oh, and was yeah. an absolute. Yeah. What if that never wow. came out until after he died? Like um that the, like that um guy from um England. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That oh, guy was like man. a Captain Crunch over there. We're not or like Captain Kangaroo over there. Yeah, he was. He was a big deal. Yeah, he was a below. That'd be like if we found out Mister Rogers was like a yeah. serial masturbator. Yeah, like it would have been well a public masturbator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny. Based on this camera footage, I put Mister Rogers home. <laughs> Apparently, he masturbated every night. <laughs> I think you're the creep, buddy. <laughs> I love you know that rumor. Mister Rogers was a Vietnam sniper and had all those tattoos and everything. Yeah, I don't think that's true. No, it, it's not. Is it not true? No. Yeah, that's just, dude. How many fucking rumors are like that? A lot, man. <laughs> a lot. I love that idea. Mister Rogers was a sniper. I love that. How has that not been a sketch somewhere? Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's bec- maybe because. You know, people sitting down writing and they're like, man, this is just too unbelievable that people won't even <laughs> like the premise. People, because Mr. Rogers is universally beloved. I, You know the little train system that he has? Yeah. What if that's a map of his neighborhood and the little window behind him is him mapping out all the kills and then... His slippers that he changes into have more traction so that when he's leaning in against the wall to f- fire off on all his neighbors, it, he doesn't lose footing. How the hell did you add on to this ridiculous <laughs> urban legend? <laughs> <laughs> he's just, that would, I'm just saying, I'm just, that, but if it's a sketch, 
And he's doing, won't you be my neighbor? <laughs> Single shot action. And then he just rolls his sleeves up and it's just, it's just ears. <laughs> just tattoos of ears, like round as. I didn't bring them home. <laughs> I brought. I couldn't bring them home in my bag, so I brought them home on my skin. <laughs> when I first heard that, I was like, "Yeah, that that makes sense." But then it's like, why would that make sense? Only in a destroyed mind would that ever make sense. Like he went from killing Viet Cong to just somehow. <laughs> Being on public, and not just being on public, too. Like us, like you know, we all have a way that some that would makes us feel better sometimes. And for you, that's just being alone and crying into your pillow, and that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you. I wonder if he ever raised his voice. Oh, that'd be so funny if he fucking just flipped out on someone and then just turned right back and was like. <laughs> That's why I never trust Puerto Rican bellhops. Mr. Rogers like just very specifically racist. Like I'm sorry, do I have a redhead waiter? I know he's going to spit in my food. I think we should move to a, a different Popeyes. <laughs> that is the worst Mr. Rogers impression. <laughs> All right. Well, dude, what's the topic? Are you bringing a topic? Oh. I feel like we oh. Oh, we got to be, what are we, 18 hours in? We're at an hour. Oh, let's hear this topic. Wait, I did a topic last week. You got one? I No, I did a topic. Oh, yeah, you did. The, okay. I got, uh, I got one. Um, what's uh, what's a thing that you do where you're like, this isn't normal. Oh, this is a mean thing to ask someone. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, dude, this is well. There's got to be a few, but sometimes I'll just say something when I'm alone. And it'll be like, if someone heard that, they would be, and it'll just be like, I don't know, maybe they should just all die. You know, it's like just, <laughs> or it's, I mean, it'll be, it'll just happen. If I'm, I mean, doing like a most insignificant thing, like putting away a glass on a shelf and I'm just like, nothing ever is good for me. And then just continue on. Like it's nothing, you know, just like some fucking horrific, <laughs> depressing thing. I was like, well, maybe if I didn't fail at everything, <laughs> and, it, and it's like, it, it's like, it, there's no second half. Yeah. It's just the half of the sentence. Oh man, and the saddest half. Too. Oh, it's all yeah, and it's always it, it's always sad. It's it's and it's, <laughs> it's and it's not that I am sad. It's just it's almost like a way to just be like, get it out. Yeah, like yeah. just like or you know, like I don't know. Have you ever done something embarrassing, thought about it later, and be like, fuck. Oh, I should have just, I just, I should just fucking jump in a river, you know, or whatever. <laughs> and, and you're like, oh, I'm, okay, I'm better now. That is, 
That is a lot of my thoughts. <laughs> like, like, like the other day, I off, I was like, so I offered someone a ride home, and she she was like, uh, it was like one of the employees at the club, you know, and she's like, oh, I, I live seven blocks away, and I'm like, well, I'm about to get out of here, and she's like, oh, and now I'm good, and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, well, I'm leaving anyway. You can take the ride or not, but I'm like, and then for like fucking days, I was like. Jesus Christ, dude! What the fuck? Like someone's gonna, <laughs> someone saw that, and now I look like like a older guy hitting on a younger fucking club, you know, club employee, and they're it's gonna it's gonna go all the way to the top. I know it, and then they're gonna absolutely get, never let me work here again, and I'm just gonna be a cre- I'm gonna be ostracized from the whole society. Like this is why I don't help women, you know, and. <laughs> It's all because I was like trying to be nice. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm just like, that's what I I mean. I'm just like, fucking, don't even look them in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) I got to meet generations of your family before I'll even shake your hand or. (laughs) I only go to gamers now because it's a male bartender. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) I don't know that other bartender they have what happened to her, but I'm. I'm kind of glad she's gone because it was painful. I have a feeling comedy club employees are just like paintings that come alive for a few <laughs> years <laughs> and then just go back to being paintings. It is it is wild. If someone just comes out of nowhere and it's like, did you just fucking get released from jail? Yeah, like, like no, I was a contractor for with all these fucking face tattoos. That's <laughs> uh, the world, you know. And then and then they're gone. Yeah, they're just, just just gone. Just gone. Yeah, uh, back into the ether. <laughs> <laughs> and every once in a while, someone works there forever. Yeah, and you show up, and they're like, "Oh, she had to go back to her uh, golf club residency." And you're yeah. like, "She never. I didn't even know she played golf." Yeah, it, you know, it's weird. <laughs> it's always like they got like some type of extra like uh, like a second job that's like way cool and it's like the fuck are they doing here oh yeah dude it's like oh i just wanted some pocket money and it's like oh okay also it's it's a comedy club you can i mean it's fun if you like comedy yeah and if you and you get any or if you're like celebrities yep okay here's another weird thing and this will be the last one then i want to hear yours okay i put uh it is a real thing but i don't know anyone else who does it but i'll put dill pickle juice into my coors light and uh and no one's around so <laughs> last night nobody was like around i was at the lake just sun's going down i barbecued i'm like i'm like i'm lo- i'm like this is the best life anyone's ever lived and i didn't have pickles but i had pepperoncinis and so i'm just fucking i'm dumping pepperoncini juice into a glass and pouring beer in there and then getting and then getting another beer and more pepperoncini juice more beer and then <laughs> before i know it I'm like, yo, there's no more juice for the pepperoncinis. <laughs> you took all the pepperoncini juice? I'm like, I can't just have dry pepperoncinis <laughs> bouncing around in here. <laughs> then I'm like, there is no way it is good for a fucking human 43-year-old man to drink an entire jar of pepperoncini there juice. There's no way. Like, this today, I'm like, my, my, my knuckle on my... <laughs> Right middle finger feels weird. 
I noticed that pepperoncini juice <laughs> gave me arth. I got arthritic pepperoncini juice fingers. Ridiculous. <laughs> people are like, "What's it like getting older?" Don't drink pepperoncini juice. Can't wait till my kids in college and they're like, "Whoa, man, you seem pretty cool." It's because I drank all that pepperoncini juice with my Coors Light. How fucking nuts would that be to show up at a big college party with a one of those Costco pepperoncini things, and a thirty rack of fucking Coors Lights? You got? I'm gonna show you kids how to drink. Don't drink too much, though. You gonna fuck up your your right index finger. Oh no, not when you're young. Go crazy. Episodes, that's so insane. Be like, oh man, when I was your age, I could drink so much salty water. Oh, I'd drink, I'd drink brine. I'd have a brine waterfall. I got get a fondue cheese fountain, just fill it full of pickle juice. <laughs> Fucking ridiculous. <laughs> God, uh, I, I do like that idea Like one of those water dispensers <laughs> Just fucking Get like the biggest pickle jar ever And just yeah, yeah, That would be a funny prank to do But because it, it's like slightly green yeah. Even when you pour it in Coors Light If somebody saw it they'd be like What? Are you drinking piss? <laughs> <laughs> and you tell them what you're drinking They're like that's worse than piss yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what what about you what's the weird thing you do all right i got a lot but one of them and i don't know why it feels like a compulsion almost i love to litter oh my god I it's just something freeing about mm. rolling the window down mm. and like just chucking a glass bottle out. Oh, dude, if you can see a break. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why. No. Because the convenience. Yeah, I, yeah, it, there's got to be something. The taboo nature of littering. Yeah. Like I'll be hiking. Oh, you like, litter when you hike? Well, not anymore because, <laughs> I, was, because I had to stop because I was like, I don't think. I, I mean, it's paper. It's like a paper towel. I'm like, the worst case scenario, a bird's gonna use this in a nest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I just started, I just started feeling bad because I'm like, no one else is doing this. No, nobody's littering when they're hiking. Yeah, no one's doing this but my dumbass. <laughs> well, uh, do you ever do in and out hikes? Yeah. As I think that would be funny to be like, that's my litter. <laughs> On the way back, don't even pick it up. <laughs> Throwing shit out a car window, that's something special. I don't know why. It's taken, it's taken me five years to kind of work to the point that now, if it's there, I, I just go, nope. Maybe, you know, it might be a good substitute. Telling uh, your significant other that you're going to go recycle a bunch of stuff. And then just throw it in the garbage. <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> Today, I had a 50-gallon garbage bag Holy shit. filled with recyclables. And I was at the dump, dumping everything else out. And I was in a hurry. And I remember, and I, and I could pick it up, and it all the cans rattled. 
Yeah. And I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> I decide when the recycling happens. I just, dude, I, it was so funny because she's like, just dump this into our recycle bin at home. And I'm like, oh, absolutely. I'm pretty sure they just burn it. I think they do. I don't. I think when they have too much recycling stuff, they're like, "It's all fake. Just burn it." Yeah, yeah. Which I do. But the thing is, if I if we didn't have recycling program, I would have to put all that stuff into the a much. I would have to pay for a bigger garbage can. Yeah. So I don't mind it. I say I say do whatever you need to, but I I throw it all in the blue bin. That thing is huge. Man, I don't. The only thing I recycle is cardboard because I don't know what the. They got those little symbols on everything else, and it's like. Now, what about cans? Nah, that goes in the garbage. Whoa, man, that's I, wild. Yeah, I never even thought about putting aluminum cans. Yeah, man. You if know, if I'm not if I'm not making money off of taking them to the little yeah, oh, thing and and scamming because I put a pebble in each. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't. That you can't do that anymore. <laughs> My s- we filled up my entire truck bed with cans. Holy hell. Because my sister does it. Yeah. <laughs> if my sister sees that I'm not recycling, she's like, what are you doing? And <laughs> so anyway, but we, it's like a little adventure. We go out there, pay, you know, some, you know, ex-felon tells me, <laughs> load it into a conveyor bed that's got like five human fingers severed in it. <laughs> you know, just some sticky... <laughs> You're like having to shake the bag. Some of the cans stick to the bag, and because uh, a bunch of people give her cans, hmm. so it's funny because it's um, it, it's like one guy who has all these kidney stones has gi- given her so many energy drinks, and he's always like, "Oh fuck, I got kidney stones again. I got to go to the doctor." And it's like, maybe quit drinking Monster energy drinks every day. Yeah. They're two for five though, or whatever. Two. <laughs> Cheaper than your coffee. I'm like, are you considering the lasers show, pointing up your dick? <laughs> anyway, so we we do we filled up my entire truck bed, like mounded over in bags. Holy hell! It was like eleven dollars. Oh my god! <laughs> it was, it was, and I'm and she's like, oh my god! I'm like, this is the saddest shit, Tara. Yeah, that is, <laughs> man. It's, it sucks. That's worth littering. Well, or throwing it in the dumpster and then yeah. just paying her eleven dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I've told because there are people that are like they'll make a trip to the recycling place, recycle, and then bring her the eight dollars. Oh, <laughs> and they're like, "Ah, what a ripoff!" That's so. Da, da, da. I'm like, I'm like, dude, just if you want to throw it away and just yeah. <laughs> like if you don't want to also like or just throw it in the recycling bin where they pick it up or whatever. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, man. What's the best thing to throw out of a car window? Oh, man. I've thrown a lot of stuff out. So, uh, all right. Here's my top five. Five napkins. Uh, four uh, Slim Jim wrappers. Used napkins? Yeah, used napkins. Okay, because I'd be, yeah, I'd be, I'd be throwing away a lot of napkins if I was just finding the flight exciting. <laughs> Use Slim Jim wrappers? All right. Uh, number three. Uh, that would be the uh, the wrappers that go on burritos and stuff the, that looks like aluminum, but it's oh, not. Oh, yeah. Because if you do it in the early morning, the light's bouncing off of it and stuff. That's nice. Um, number two would be uh, cans, any type of 
cans, but most of the time it used to be like Red Bull cans. If you can hear it, yeah, if you hear it hit hear, the pavement, yeah, that's a nice sound. And number one with a bullet, glass bottle. Yeah, absolutely. Yes, yeah, dude. I love. I will. I go to the dump. It's a minimum fee of twelve dollars. Sometimes, if I have glass bottles, just to chuck them up against the back of the. <laughs> One time, I went there with Cole, and there was another father son next to us chucking bottles against the back wall, and I'm like, "See, that's what it's all about. That's how you form a bond. <laughs> it absolutely is. <laughs> it was so, and it's we're doing it responsibly. Yeah, you know, we're not doing it at the neighbor's side of their house at night. Yeah." And it's uh yeah that and littering that's just you know it's I feel like it's the taboo nature it's the sound also it's like it's like being able it's like watching your shame just blow in the wind I I think that that I think that's a part because it's not you're not throwing away your high school diploma you know what I mean <laughs> like you're not yeah you're not like I'm gonna toss this achievement out the window <laughs> you're like I'm tossing this Taco Bell bag out of my window i knew i shouldn't have even eaten it so that when i go to the next taco bell <laughs> they don't look in my car and judge me <laughs> getting judged have you ever done that where you're like oh i hope this fast food worker doesn't see all the other fast food wrappers oh in my goodness. car i did that last week <laughs> <laughs> i did that on the way here <laughs> oh man wow that's uh that's, um, that's very real. Another thing that I do that I didn't realize no one does outside of probably my family is uh, cleaning my ears with a bobby pin and a feather. Not together. The bobby pin and the feather aren't together, but the bobby pin is used to scoop the wax out. Wait, do you use the little round part? Yeah. Okay. All right. Oh my God. That, that feels like you're playing with fire. No, you don't. You don't just. You know, you don't just go in there until you hear something pop. You, <laughs> you, you go. <laughs> you go in. You you go in and you just. And then you see like. Well, it's probably better. That's probably better than a than a Q-tip because you're not jamming it in there. Yeah. That. I've I've never used a Q-tip. It's okay. always been. I guessed how you use the bobby pin. Yeah. I can't even fathom how the feather is used. Okay, so you get you get a feather, um, and because I've been doing this for like thirty something years, you don't get like a turkey feather or a goose feather. You know, like those big birds, they got those really <laughs> big feathers. Don't Dude, use those. What? And and you and, and you understand why in a little bit. And what you do is you know how the feather has the actual feathers on a spine. Yeah. So you take. You, you you leave a little tip at the top, but you pull the rest off, so you have like a little tip yeah. that kind of looks like a Q-tip, but you wet it with either your mouth or some water, and then you go in your ear, and you twirl it, and that's the closest thing to sex that I've ever had. Did you learn this from a Navajo? <laughs> <laughs> that's the wildest shit I've ever heard, dude. I love it. <laughs> Did you learn this from one? That is crazy, dude. Here is the ear maintenance of my people. No, no, my mom, my mom, everybody, 
all adults in our family did it. And it was just like, and then, and when we were little, my mom would like grab us. Like we were like. Like chicken feathers then. Yeah. Like, Where are you getting chicken feathers? Like, well, I mean, I get bird feathers. So you go through the park and sometimes there's just a bird Whoa. there. That's so funny that you're like, oh, this is good ear cleaning. Yeah. What is this, a sparrow? Perfect. Man, I've, I've done it for so long. I know like which feathers are, because you got to get them. You, you can't have like feathers that have fallen off from age because the tips will be broken off and that will just, that'll poke your inside of your ear and that'll hurt. So you don't want those types of feathers. You want them that like, they came off like through fighting or something else. So they have a, a tip. It's a science to it. Well, I am so glad I went first. Pepperoni juice cannot follow. I clean my ear with a feather what? that I found in a park what? and littering. But I, it's pretty interesting. You, you know what? Since I'm picking up feathers, I think I'm allowed to. You can do whatever you want. Put litter. them in your dick hole. Who gives a fuck? No, I'm, but, I should be allowed to litter because I'm picking up oh, the birds. Oh, of course. No one finds the birds a thousand dollars for I, leaving their stinking ass feathers all over the place. <clears throat> Yeah, give, give, you know, that's just it. You earn, that's a rule. You should be able to litter. Like, if you throw something out your window and the cop pulls you over and you just, like, I, I got these, <laughs> got these feathers that I picked up in the park. So, evensy Stevensies. <laughs> uh, I think that's, that's a fair trade. It, yeah, my mom used to, my grandma used to do it to her. Um, all the kids and my mom would do it like she would like put her head in her lap and like take the the bobby pin and like loop, loop, and like push us away you know and wow I saw I, I saw them doing the feathers but they would always tell us not to do it you know because when you're a kid you're gonna shove it too far in your ear and then you're fucking up your ear so that's a a part that you gotta learn not to do there's a part where you you put it in just far enough that it feels good but not damaging your ears. Yeah, I got to believe that's a fucking nice that has got to be wild. That's got to be like a fetish. I can't even imagine. I dated this girl in high school. You like if you got it near her ears, you could like almost make her come. Holy crap. It was wild. Is she still functioning in society? Because she was a Prince fan. Dude, if you get a chance date a Prince fan, <laughs> oh yeah, because they are open to all kinds of things. It was uh, that was wild, dude. That was Man. so wild. But it was also after a while, I'm like, this is fucking one, because I'm just want regular stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I'll do whatever weird shit you want, but this has got to reciprocate at some point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I want you to use yeah that's I that's wild. I, I think my stage, person, like the things I talk about on stage. People think I'm a little more adventurous than I am. Like I'm, I don't like want to stick things in your butt or anything. It's just funny to me to say it. Oh yeah, but yeah. But I yeah. don't, I don't really want anything to do with a butt. Yeah, I and you know I think that's got to be overplayed in society. I yeah. mean, anybody who needs that on a regular basis. I feel like it's going to be, I'll have a hard time having sex as they age. Yeah. At some, <laughs> yeah. Like you see some yeah. of these guys 
who are like, yeah, man, I, you know, I, I snorted coke off this girl's butt and I banged two of them at the same time. And it's like, man, when you're 60, yeah. are you, your penis <laughs> won't be able to get up unless there's a giraffe vagina in the room. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, they, I think some people just want to push the limit, push the limit, push the limit, you know. But I'm I treat it just like a, you know, like a, I don't know. I guess I don't. I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, but I treat having sex like you know buying Taylor Swift t- tickets at a regular price. <laughs> and I'm just like I got a good deal, and I'm happy to be here. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> So I don't. We don't need to get too weird while we're here. We just just sit and enjoy the show. Yeah, it's like, man, why you wanna, why you want my fist in you? That's wow. <laughs> now I got a whole moist hand. Now I gotta. I think that's what keeps me from doing the 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 more wild stuff because I think about the process in my head and I'm like, if I stick my three fingers in your butthole, now I got three. Fingers that smell like poop now. Yeah. And wh- what am I going to do with these fingers? Well, definitely don't take out your contacts. <laughs> <laughs> that be, yeah, yeah, I mean, too, yeah. Yeah. I can't, like, if you're, that's why I think people like that can't go, can't have sex while they're camping. Yeah. Oh, no. Because then you're just going to have this, like, swamp hand. <laughs> You gotta just like walk around like this. Like, make sure I don't eat anything with this, <laughs> or touch any sensitive part of my body. Don't bite your fingernails. You know. Now your hands attracting bears and yeah. shit. <laughs> He's got flies on every finger, just on the fingers you put in. <laughs> just a couple of shit flies. Yeah, those little shiny green ones. <laughs> Everybody around you's got pink eye. Your fucking dog has pink eye. <laughs> and his dog is like, I ran away from a homeless guy for this. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, next episode of Bro Dads, we're going to talk about why more dogs don't have pink eye. <laughs> so tune in while we solve that mystery. Yes. Any uh, plugs? Uh, no. Come out to my lake house. <laughs> If you're listening to this, you're invited to a party <laughs> at the lake. Uh, dude, I kind of just want to spend all summer out there now. Like, I that, mean, you guys worked on it and everything. It looks amazing. It, 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 it's fun. It's nice. Well, I, you know, that was my dad got that in 89 from a guy who was having a heart problem and losing his printing business. And you saw it before we redid it. So yeah. the yeah, it was just on a boulder and a fallen log. And yeah, we were talking <laughs> about this. There was no foundation. The downstairs was just a. It was starting to erode, so there was a path going through it that oh. you by the by the by the last year before they started doing the construction, it used to be a, a a wall of dirt in the back, and then it got to the point where a person could crawl th- up and oh, or under the cabin. Goodness. So yeah, that got all that got taken care of, and so it's funny because I'll be I'll be a lot more at ease next summer after it survives a winter. Yeah, because I'll be like, what got fucked up during the freezing cold? But right now, I'm I was out there last night by myself. (laughs) I was like, this is fucking great. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just watch. I was like, I could just 
die on. But it the houses are also close together. Yeah. I went down in like a tracksuit, like a full like Russian tracksuit. Yeah. And uh I had cut my thumb uh chopping vegetables pretty bad. Yeah. And I would put a hat, but I, I was like, I just put a bandaid on it and think about it. And then I was carrying a, a thing of gas down and put it in the shed and I close it and I looked down and so it was bad enough. But then when I squeezed the gas can, blood Ooh. started flying everywhere. Shit. And so I bled through the bandaid and I'm looking around like, I hope none of the neighbors are looking at me <laughs> with my bloody thumb and my Russian mafia tracksuit. Yeah, they're like, well, I haven't seen his wife all day. Yeah, right. That's what I'm, I mean, it's that close. Like, we open our window, and I'm looking. They're like, I I know, because now that they, we have neighbors that come out, I'm going to just walk into a room, and because there's a lot of, like, switching into, yeah. like, swimsuits. Yeah. I know there's going to be a lot of, like, I'm going to walk in and pull my pants down and look up, and I, I'm, I've just committed a felony. <laughs> In my own house, <laughs> just because I didn't use the blinds. Has it never been? Has it never happened before? Like on the other? No, they keep their blinds open. These new people oh. keep their blinds open. So eventually, you're gonna see. Like, I'm trying. <laughs> 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 yeah, every I, I, every time I see him, I'm like, "How's your loveless marriage where you're not having sex when I'm watching you?" <laughs> 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 Well, the problem is our bedroom looks into their living room, so oh. I might flash their whole family. There's yeah. three generations getting to see the yeah, Polish dick, <laughs> Polish sausage, cassava. What are those called? Like cassava? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's my specialty on the grill because you, really, you can't really fuck it up because by the time you fucked it up, you, you know that you fucked it up. I got like a cassava cocktail weenie. Your wife loves it, so yeah, <laughs> gets the job done. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, so no, that I got nothing to plug. I'm, um, I got a new swimsuit. Things are going pretty good <laughs> for me, dude. You can't be in a bad place in life. You got a new swimsuit. <laughs> I need to get one because I'm supposed to be learning how to swim um, at the Y. Oh, good for you, man. That's great. Well, That's a big step. Twelve years too late. I, I promised Faith when she was four. <laughs> I promised her when she was four that I was going to learn to swim so she could. Dude, if you learn to swim and you feel like fairly confident, well, you'll you'll still be on a life jacket, but it would be pretty funny to take a picture of you getting towed on an inner tube. That would be dope as hell. Send that to Faith. Yeah. I'm in the water. Yeah. She would probably. We're going to make it happen. We're going to make it happen this summer. Harry Harry J. Riley is going to get Harry Jesus Riley. He's going to get behind a boat in a couch, an inflatable couch. Have you seen this thing? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This inflatable couch that you don't even have to get wet yeah. in this thing. Yeah, that's perfect. So, yeah, it's, dude, I think we're going to make it happen. This yeah. is going to be great. Uh, what about you? You got any plugs? Uh, I'm at um, Club Comedy Seattle this weekend, uh, second and third. And I will be doing Boozy Brunch in Spokane. Oh, make it out to Boozy Brunch. Yeah. They got I, good drinks if you're a drinker. If you're not a drinker, they got Harry J. Riley. Yeah. I don't know who else is on the show, but uh, I, I'll be there. When so, are you doing it? Um, 
this Sunday. Oh, this Sunday? Mm-hmm. Dude, I might come by. All right. Yeah, all right, dude. Yeah. All right, yeah. So That's now you get so. you also get five minutes of verbal chaos. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. Those Boozy Brunch shows are fun. Have you done them? I've done one in Tacoma, and, it, it, and I had fun. They're fun, but it's so surreal doing a full show. Yeah, and then being you know selling merch, bullshitting with the audience. Yeah. All right, man, we'll see you guys later. Walking out, full sunshine. Yeah, not just but like f- five hours of daylight left. Yeah, it's it, it's it's really weird to me. Yeah, whenever uh, comedy is happening at that time of day. Yeah, that's it's fun though, man. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely stopping by. That'll be a good time. Boozy brunch, baby. I I, I don't I wonder who else is gonna be on the show, but. I know, like, friend of the podcast, uh, Jay Berg, he said he wasn't going to be on the on it, but that might change by Sunday. So They don't even have it booked. Yeah, they probably just got <laughs> me solid down. Yeah, yeah. It's like you and whoever shows up. Yeah. It's going to be you and a middle-aged lady that just <laughs> showed up because the word brunch was there. Like, okay, I'll get crazy. What's the deal with wine? <laughs> I'm so ridiculous. I... They only had like two other people that do five minutes. I'll just I'll be like, I'll I'll just talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just turn into Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. Fuck it, I'll do it live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for on um, watching. I mean, listening. And uh, BroDadsCast at Gmail dot com. I haven't checked the email in a couple days, but if you have any questions, send them my way. And we will answer them. And if you need any light bulbs, hit me up because I'm going to steal every fucking light bulb in this hotel room. <laughs> I will. I'll pay for the postage. <laughs> Good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>